This is the Victory Life Today podcast with Al and Angie Berg. Together, we'll learn how to stand in victory each and every day. Live life set ablaze by faith, filled with purpose. Live life above your circumstance. Welcome to Victory Life Today. I'm Al Berg. And I'm Angie Berg. Thanks so much for joining us today. We are going to be talking about the power of praying for others. Because sometimes I think that we, you know, especially as parents, we could be praying and praying and praying and praying for people or our kids or anyone that we know, and we don't see answers or whatever, but you have to know there is power being released when you pray. We're going to go over some interesting things today, Al, about the importance of praying for others. Amen. It's important. It absolutely is important. Yeah. And what we're going to talk about also is uh, and you're going to be reading this soon, is like selfish prayers. And is there such a thing as a selfish prayer? You know, I always said, I always said, oh, Lord, I, I, I look forward to your coming. I look forward to come quickly, Lord, come quickly, Lord, come quickly. And then I thought one day, well, that's a really selfish prayer. And the Lord said, no, 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 it's not. I told you to look forward to my coming. That's right. You know, right. and I said, oh, well, then that's not a selfish prayer. But sometimes we pray for different reasons or different motives. So we'll go over all You know, that. and sometimes seemingly some of it seems selfish, but it really isn't. Right. You know, you're, you're praying needs. You know, yeah. uh, so we're going to talk about the power of praying for others. And the first part is, are some prayers selfish? And we're talking about that. Many times we wonder if our prayers are just selfish, like, and I've been through this where I'm praying and all my prayers are like, Lord, me, I, I, me, me, I, Lord, I need this, Lord, I need you to do this, Lord, me, Lord, you, you, you should know me, I have all this. And, you know, I don't think God's all that unhappy about that because we can bring our requests to the Lord. Right, right, that's true. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I, it's so anyway, well, let's get into that. So uh, many times we wonder if it's selfish, and a lot of times it does seem like we're praying, when we're praying for others that are, it's like we're praying for this other person, not for their good or salvation, <laughs> yeah. but because I'm sick of my neighbor. <laughs> who's always got these dogs or whatever's going on, so and I just want it to stop. It's so true. And it's so know, true. So you're, you're praying for yourself. <laughs> so I'm praying for myself, but it's not wrong to pray for myself. So we don't have to worry about them. You know, we, we try yeah. to get rid of those neighbor's dogs so we don't have to worry about them anymore. But, you know, like what about an unsaved, like a wife or a husband, you know what I mean? Are we praying for their salvation so that, they can make it into the kingdom of heaven, or are we just praying that this one would just stop bugging me? You know, when, when you, that's so true. When you got one person saved and the other one's not saved, you are literally yeah. talking about the whole motives are wrong. Now, yeah. to the degree the saved person is moving towards God, and to the degree the unsaved person is worldly, it could be bad or not so bad. Right. Because I do know somebody, and she was always at church, and her husband was a non-believer, but they said, we'll get along. But she, of course she's praying for him. Right. And, you know, don't be surprised when you're praying for other people. First of all, it's not selfish. God knows you, you have problems. But sometimes God, God has to bring things into their life to make them see something. 
So you'll be praying for them, and, yeah. it, 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 you know, it kind of seems like, well, what's going wrong, Lord? They're not getting saved. God's on the scene. Well, I was ministering to a lady, and she's, uh, you know, her husband is not quite where she's at in the Lord, and and uh, but but he is a Christian. And, and I did ask her once, I says, are you praying for him, for him or for you? And she said, for me. Wow, she was honest. She admitted yeah. She admitted, she says, I'm just so tired of this. I just want my life to be easy. Well, we are going to show you today that that is not such a bad thing. Okay, now, it's Why not. is it such a bad thing that my right. life is easy? Why right. is it like somehow my right. life is good if it's hard? What does that do? I think a lot of times we think of motives, and motives are so important, and we have to make sure our motives are correct. And, and I have a feeling a lot of times God is saying to us, just lighten up. I believe that very, very much so. Hard God. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I was preaching in this church, and they said, now, don't use any humor. And of course, that's what I did. <laughs> well, that's, and, uh, that's who you are anyway. That's who I am. But actually, for me, that's not even humor. But the point yeah. is, God is like up and happy all the time. Right, right. And we could be up and happy if we get this cheerful heart thing that we're going to talk about here, uh, maybe on another show. Yeah. Um, yeah, so anyway, true. you know, we're, we're, what about if you have a rebellious child, right? They wear you out. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. Right? And you're burned out and you're wondering what's ever going to happen to them. And you, you know, of course it's you're your praying. child. You're caring for them and you don't want something bad to happen to them for them and you, yeah, you know what I mean? It's okay to pray for of that. Course. You know what I mean? Uh, it's okay to pray. You know, I look at my own, you know, you know, I'll tell you something. You should be praying for whoever, whenever, wherever. Pray for other people. Pray for your children, spouse, whatever. Pray for them all you want. And I'll tell you why. Some people don't have anyone praying for them. Well, that's you crazy. might be the only one that's actually praying for them. And you may not like them. And you might be praying kind of wrong motives. But at least someone's praying for them. You know, I look at my life. I got saved when I was 29. And to the best of my knowledge... No one was praying for me, right. but someone had to be. And maybe a grandfather maybe a grandma. or a grandmother were praying for me um, before. Tell me the about the story. I'm sorry. You were in the plane and uh, the, uh, you guys were all, the plane was, the Lord told you, where do you want to go? Or something like that. And there was a little, uh, not a little kid, a teenage boy or 20 year old sitting in the very back seat. And, and, and the Lord said, this plane is going to heaven. That's what there happened. It's a, a good story. This was a cool story. I, I got in this airplane, and I was, um, was kind of sitting in the last row of first class. And I was just sitting there, nothing special. And uh, I turned, and when I looked behind me, the whole plane went into a vision. I used to get a lot of visions all the time. And I kind of went like this because it's like, uh-oh, what's going on? And the Lord said to me, picture this as a, a plane load of people going to heaven. And I said, Lord, if this plane isn't going to heaven, I'm jumping out that little window right now. <clears throat> and uh, the Lord said, no. And I turned and I looked and everyone was like in a position. And I knew like everyone on the plane. And I said, you know what? I get this. It's kind of like a reward position. But the point of the story is there was this young man like in the very back of the plane standing up against the bathroom. And the Lord spoke this to me, and he said, he shouldn't even be in here. All right. But his grandmother literally prayed him in. He obviously 
died or was going to die young. And the Lord was showing me that if his grandmother wasn't praying for him, he wasn't going to make it. Now he had to make a decision for Christ. I get that. But it, it had someone not been praying for him, he wouldn't have made it. Right. So right. you're praying for people that maybe they would not have made it had you not been praying That's for them. Right. You know, Benny Hinn tells this story about how um, God gave him a dream and how there was this sort of fence. And between the fence and maybe another 20 feet was a cliff. And there were these people standing there before the cliff trying to, and they were holding back the crowd and they were praying for these people. And the people didn't listen. They jumped over the fence and they ran and they went off the cliff. It's important that you're praying for these people so they don't run off the cliff. Because in the worldly sense and in their worldly mind, they're going to go right off the cliff. Because we don't know any other way if we don't know Christ. Believe me, I was going over the cliff before I got saved and born again. Somebody prayed for me and there's people you need to pray for. You need to pray for their salvation and love on them. Don't try to correct them. That's right. That's right. That's good. And you might admit that you're praying for people so that your life would be easier and that you could have peace. Well, let me tell you something. It's okay because that's what's going to happen anyway if your prayers get answered. You will have peace in your life if that rebellious child comes back home. There's nothing wrong with that. That's what God wants. He wants it too. He wants your child saved and he wants you in peace. So it could be a twofold prayer. It's actually automatic. Yes, thank you. It's automatic. If you're praying for their salvation and you're praying for them and you're praying, of course, that you know they, they won't be so right. bad for yourself, that's automatically praying that's that, right. for their salvation and that God gets involved in their life. And if they receive that, automatic, that's it's automatic. Your right. life gets better. We Praise just God. get so religious. I know. So religious, you know, um, you know, and you start feeling guilty. Oh, I'm praying for me. I'm not praying for them. Get over all that. God is not looking at any of that. He sees your heart and he's hurting along with you and he will bring it around. But we've got proof here, actual proof in the scripture of what we're talking about here. This is Paul in Philippians chapter two, verses 25. But for now, he says, I feel a stirring in my heart to send back to you immediately. And this was a a man that worked for Paul. He's sending him back to a city that they came from. He's a friend to me and a wonderful brother and fellow soldier who has worked with me as we serve ministering the gospel. And you sent him as your apostle to minister to me in my need. But now he is grieved to know that you found out that he was sick. So he longs to return and comfort you in this. He's writing to these people saying, look, he found out you knew he was sick and we know that would bring sadness to you. So he wants to come to you personally so that you can see he is well to make you feel better. Then he said this, it's true he almost died. Now remember, this was his right-hand man, but God showed him mercy and healed him. And I'm so thankful to God for his healing. As I was spared, right. Paul was spared from having the sorrow of losing him on top of all my other troubles. So you can see why I'm delighted to send him to you now. I know that you're anxious to see him and rejoice in his healing. And it encourages me to know how happy you'll be to have him back. 
So warmly welcome him, he's telling them. Welcome him home in the Lord with joyous love and esteem him highly for people like him deserve it. Because of me, he put his life on the line, despising the danger so that he could provide for me with what you couldn't since you were so far away. And he did it all because of his ministry for Christ. Oh my gosh. Wow. He didn't want to lose this man. Look at what this man did for Paul. Why would Paul want to lose this man? Yeah, Paul. you could say Paul was praying a selfish prayer because Paul just wanted this man. But, you know, that's not selfish because the guy lived. And, you know, Paul... (laughs) Paul said, uh, you know, the only thing I know for sure is wherever I go, the Holy Spirit said, I got nothing but problems and troubles. He needed help. He did. When you he got did. that, when you're up against that kind of opposition, you need help. That's right. You know what I mean? And we need each other. And we, we both work as a team in ministry and I need her help and she needs mine. And uh, it, there are people that will help you. And there are people that, you know, have many, many helpers with them and they need them. And it's okay to pray for them that they're healthy and well to help you continue with the ministry. Or e- even yeah. when I was in business to pray for the, I used to pray for the people that worked for me, you know, for their salvation. And I pray God would help them in everyday life and show himself to them. You know what yeah. I mean? I could see God just saying, look, I'm going to heal this man for him. And I'm going to heal him for you because Praise I love God. both of you. Right. He spared him. Right. Oh my gosh. It was so cool. Right. So, um, so Paul needed him, and Paul wanted to protect himself also from being sorrowful, and he didn't want to go through that. Good for him. Yeah, I don't see what, the, what this is a problem. This man was a huge help to Paul, right. and he needed him, and there's nothing wrong with that. So don't don't be hard on yourself, you know, as to <laughs> it, it just just quit with all of the, the religion. And, you know, don't take yourself so serious. I'm sorry to say it that way, but you know what I mean? Lighten up. God knows your heart. He knows what you're thinking. He knows you love these people you're praying for. And he knows you need help. And he knows you, if they're, you know, bothering you, he knows you need relief from some of this. He's so easy. God is just so good. His his love and goodness to you is more than we we can't understand this because everything with us is sort of a a tit for tat and everything with us is payback. And, you know, God's not like that at all. He doesn't God doesn't do these things because he needs you. He does it because he wants to. He loves you. Right. He just wants to bless you. Right. And he, you know, the Lord said this to me a long time ago because I was com- <laughs> I was complaining. There you go. I, I've spent years complaining to God. And God was never mad at me. That's right. Never mad at me. He totally understood where I was coming from. I was coming out of the way of the world. You know, and I was complaining about things with the Lord. And, you know, and many times he just showed me that... Don't worry about this. This is not a big deal. Right. Just, I I love you. I'm not mad at you. Right. Got to get this in your head. God is for you, not against you, no matter what. Right. Amen. So don't be so hard on yourself. And, you know, yeah, motives help and it's important. But let's, let's look at another scripture. Okay. Okay, we are going to look at Job 22, and this was uh, Eliphaz. How do Eliphaz. You, Eliphaz. Uh, he was a friend of Job. And look at this. They, they, <clears throat> these friends of Job are not speaking correctly of God. They kept saying, uh, you know, things like, you know, something must have happened to you. Some, you must have done something, Job, to deserve this. 
But the, uh, but here's look at what he says here. This which this is what he's saying. This man, submit to God, and you will have peace. The things will go well for you. Okay, that's for us today. Listen to his instructions and store them in your heart. If you re, if you return to the Almighty, you will be restored. So clean up your life. Okay, if you give up your lust for money and throw your precious gold into the river, the Almighty Himself will be your treasure. Okay. He will be your precious silver. Then you will take delight in the Almighty and look up to God. Now he's saying this to Job. You pray to him and he will hear you. And you will fulfill your vows to him. Now watch what happens. You will succeed in whatever you choose to do. The light would shine on the road ahead of you. Now listen, if people are in trouble and you say help them, God will save them. Even sinners will be rescued. They will be rescued because your hands are pure. So really what this is saying is if you live this way, when you pray for others, even the sinners will be rescued. You have to believe that your prayers are going to be answered. You don't and want to... Because of your prayer of help me, Lord, Help me. Submitting to God. When you pray for these people, even sinners will be rescued. When it says even sinners will be rescued, what he's really saying there, if you, if you understand that, even the sinners who will never turn to God will get help. They'll be rescued out yeah. of a problem. Now, they could, they could be rescued and get born again and saved. But he's really was talking about sinners. They were talking about the non-Jewish people. But notice this, Al. The sense that they will be rescued... Because your hands are pure. Yeah, not theirs. And Al was saying this a little bit a while ago. He, uh, I think it was in this. He, it, it's like people are affected by you. In other words, if you're praying, if you're, if you're blessed, chances are everybody that associates with you are going to be blessed because of you. Because the blessing just falls over. It's like an umbrella. There's, you know? there's like a, an anointing that goes out from you. You know what I mean? Maybe yes. three, four feet, maybe 30 feet. I don't know. But within that sphere, even the sinners and the unbelievers will get help. You know, I've had people who they don't know God from bar of soap and something happened to them. And I'll just say, can I pray for you? And they'll go, well, okay. Right. And I'll pray right. for them and they'll get healed. All these crazy things will happen. Right. Just because I prayed for them. You know what? And I would have to say I prayed selfishly. Because I wanted the services that they right, do for me, and right. I wanted the guy alive and I well. I get it. I get it. To do yep. this for me. Yep. And yep. so you could say it was selfish, but you know what? God showed up and just healed the guy right. and did a wonderful. And now the guy loves me. He wants to make everybody happy. <laughs> <laughs> He's so for you and not against to God. you. Be submitted to God. Walk in peace. Obey His instructions. Repent if you fail. You know. I, you know. One. Just the other day, I did something. I said something really quick tempered, and and I said oh, I shouldn't have done that, Lord. He said I know, but it's okay. You know, he's not mad. Trust and take delight in the Lord. Pray to him. Fulfill your promises to him. And and you will succeed daily. You wanted to say something about that, though? Um, if you live this way, you succeed in whatever you do. You really do. You succeed in whatever you do, you know. And um, people are actually, I shouldn't say everyone, many people are literally attracted to you. Yes. When, when you're like that and there's the power of God in your life, people will be attracted to you. Mm. And when people that come into your life to help you, you, know, you, you just naturally want to pray for them. 
And right. it's not necessarily just for them. It's for me, too, because right. they provide a service for me. Right. And, you know, sometimes just being a blessing to them, even if they never repent and they never make it into heaven, it doesn't matter. At least they'll get some help here. Right. You know, I, I, I look at some of the people I see out there and their lives are destroyed. And they're like as mad as can be and they hate God and the devil's beating them up. I said, listen, you can get a whole lot more out of the devil than this. Are you going to hell anyway? The devil will give you money. You know what I mean? So you start praying for that person that their life would be improved. But yes, but this scripture is saying God will answer it because of your pure hands. Because I, because of me, simply it's or awesome. you or anyone. That's why your prayers are so powerful. Because you're already walking with the Lord. You're already submitted to Him. You already obey Him. You already love Him. And so your prayers, the, you know, the prayers of a righteous man availeth much. But I want to finish this with Job before we... Uh, go, ahead, go ahead, This all fits in with the story of Job. These three men were speaking wrong of God, saying Job must have done something to, for this to come on him. You know, and Job said, no, I can't think of anything. And you know what? God actually rebuked the three friends for not speaking right about Job. And what was Job's response? He began to pray for his three friends. Job was a righteous man. He had pure hands, okay? Keep that in mind. So he began praying for his friends, and look what happens. And this is verse 42. After the Lord finished speaking to, to Job, he said to this man, Eliphaz, I'm angry with you and your two friends because you haven't spoken right about Job. And he told them, take this, take the rams, take the bulls, and go offer a sacrifice. My servant Job will pray for you, and I will accept his prayer on your behalf. And I will not treat you as you deserve, for you have not spoken accurately about me. Now, you know, God deals differently now. We're not, we're not in an age of that anymore, in an age of grace, okay? So he's not mad at us. So what did he do? Uh, he... And, and the Lord accepted Job's prayer. Job went to the Lord. So they did it, and God forgave the friends. It's the same thing that Eliphaz told Job about having a pure heart, praying for people, you get results. And the same thing happened here because of the cleanness and the purity of Job's heart. When he prayed, those friends were forgiven by God. They were forgiven. He forgave them. You want to know what else this is really cool? T talk to me. When Job prayed for them, God, that's when God gave everything back to Job. After he paid, prayed for those people who went against him and spoke evil, after that, he doubled, God doubled everything Job had. So was it, why then? Because well, he the, just prayed for the... Because Job prayed for them, yes. which is what God wanted. But God rewarded Job. Job could have said, I'm not praying for anybody. He didn't have to. Well, well, that's very but true. But here's my point. When he prayed for those people who were not doing or, or were not saying right things, right. God blessed Job for praying for them. That's right. So it's twofold. When you pray for other people, they get help and you get blessed. God blesses you because you prayed for them. I've that's had God exactly say to right, me, Al, you know, I get up in the morning and I uh, usually do a whole prayer time thing and I pray for all these different people. And one morning I got up and, you know, I was just gooning around and having coffee and doing these things. And the Lord said, come on, come on, I'm waiting for you. I was like, well, waiting for what? 
I'm waiting for you in the prayer room. So I, I want you to pray for these people. I so much want you to pray for these people. And, and you know, I'm kind of sitting there like, Lord, you don't, you can't do this. You need me. Yes, he wants, Absolutely. he wants you involved. And when you pray for them, it releases him because you have authority in the earth. Um, we'll get into that some other day, but the Lord was literally saying, come on, come on. I want you to hurry up and pray for all these people this morning because I want to bless them and I need your blessing on their lives to do this. Isn't that wild? That's really good. Who would have thought of that? Right. So because of Job's pure hands, he prayed for those friends and his life got better, just yes. like Paul's life got better yes. when we said that before. So, you know, it may not be your motive. You may just be praying for somebody because you love them, but get ready because when their prayers are answered, your prayers will be answered and your life will get better no matter what. And that's a good thing. God doesn't want anyone to suffer. He really doesn't. He wants everyone. And the prayers of a righteous man are strong and powerful before God. Absolutely, they avail much. We want to encourage you to go to victorylifeministries.org. Get our copy of Ready, Set, Receive. Okay, it's got the story in it and many more, and you will be encouraged because that's this is where you see blessings and miracles and what can actually stop those blessings and miracles are in this book. Go to victorylifeministries.org and get your copy today. And we are now on podcast form, right? Amen. We finally, That's it took right. a long time, but we got we into do the 21st have century. We do have podcasts on all podcast uh, platforms. We uh, Every Tuesday and Thursday, you'll get a different teaching on there. And then on YouTube, we encourage you to go to our YouTube channel, Victory Live Today, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And uh, twice a week, you're going to be getting some shows that you'll be able Amen. to view on YouTube to help you even more further your knowledge so that you could live in victory. And this is what we're all about here. This is why we entitled this ministry, Victory Life Ministry, so you can have and experience victory in your everyday life. Why is that? Not only for you, but to bring others into the kingdom that they will want what you have. Believe me, they will. So we want to thank you for joining us today. And remember, victory is always yours through Jesus Christ. We'll see you next time. Hey, thanks so much for listening today. Be sure to hit that subscribe button for new episodes each week. You can help us by rating the show or by simply sharing this episode with your friends. Learn more about us and find tons of resources that will help you grow your faith at victorylifeministries.org.